Good morning to you, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I'm just blessed that you're with me for a few minutes with God Talk as we try to honor the gospel, but then probe a little bit to think about how this all works and what this all means. We're talking about so what? Jesus died, and then he rose from the grave. They rolled away the stone, and they were thrilled that he was alive, but it did not immediately make the book of Romans come and the book of Galatians and first John two two and all these other texts. There was there was reflection and talking in the upper room and putting pieces together as they gradually began to understand the significance of this. So Peter sings the famous song, He's alive and I'm forgiven, heaven's gates are open wide. But there's some reflection involved in getting to that point. So we've been looking at questions. One of the questions is when are the sins forgiven? Uh, is it before people repent or after? And I can, <laughs> I can tell you stories, including two days. I did a long distance counseling by, by FaceTime with somebody. And, uh, right in front of me, they were processing forgiveness and, and I'm sorry. And when do you forgive? And, uh, you know, does someone have to show some repentance before you're willing to forgive? And this marriage was working through that. One mother wrote, uh, she said, yes. We let our son use our new Volvo. He takes eight of his friends. They drink a case of beer. He sideswipes three cars. <laughs> yes, I can forgive. But first, he has to repent. Second, he has to help pay for it. He has to pay for his own insurance. Then I'll think about forgiving him. Is it the same with God? You sin, then you repent, then you make up for it. Then God will decide whether to forgive or not. Now, in the prodigal son's story, the son tried to repent, and the father cuts him off. He says, I'm just glad you're home. There's no repentance, there's no back payment. Immediately, there's the robe and the party. Or does for God forgive when you get baptized? And all the sins now have been accumulated, now he forgives then. Or are the sins forgiven at the cross? Jesus has died and now God has seen the blood. Now God is satisfied and everything is just and righteous. Now he can forgive. Many people would say that, no. Revelation 13, verse 8, the slam was slain from the foundation of the world. 2 Timothy 1, 9, this grace was given to us from before the foundation of the world. God has already forgiven all of your past sins, all the sins you're committing right now, or all the sins you will ever commit. God just forgives. He is a forgiver. That's just who he is. It's not something he had to make a decision about in a conscious, particular new way. It is who he always is, forever and ever. The cross and turn God into a forgiver. The cross is because he is a forgiver. Steps to Christ, page 13. So another question that's uh, pretty related to this, are sins forgiven in one step or two? Many of us have grown up. When you confess your sins, God forgives. <laughs> but the sins are not gone. They're still on the books. They're just marked pardon. And during the judgment, your name comes up. If you can prove that you've gotten all those sins out of your system, then they'll wipe all the sins off your record. But if you can't, then you're in trouble and you'll be lost. Our sins forgiven in two steps. One, initially, and then God watches to see if you finish the rest of the steps. Are you really repentant? Do you change your life, etc., etc., etc.? Do you pay back? I mean, what, whatever works God thinks you should do. No, we should say sins are forgiven in one step. Someone told me God has to keep all the records so in case you go back to God, he can go back and bring them all back and he can burn you in the fire longer for all your sins. That's <laughs> just terrible. There is only one sin you will ever die for. John 3:18. Whoever does not believe in me stands condemned already. 
You won't die for one sin or a million sins or ten million sins. You die for one sin. You rejected Jesus. You didn't take advantage of Jesus. First John 5.12, he who does not have the Son does not have life. William and Kate <laughs> lived together for four years. What are you going to count? One new sin every day that they live together? Or is one sin for the whole four years? Or it doesn't matter. It's a sin. Now when God says, 1 John 1, 9, if you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive your sins. They're gone. The bottom of the ocean as far as the east from the west. Once you put them on the head of the lamb, you can't take them back on your head again. They're gone. That's what forth given means. They're given forth from you to the lamb, Jesus, and then out to the wilderness and they're gone. That's the gospel. And no one can put them back on as long as you and I don't put them back on. So let's be clear about the power and the freedom of the gospel. The old metaphor, too many people take their sins in a backpack up to the cross. And Jesus looks down and he says, take them off. I'm dying for you. Take them off. Don't carry those anymore. And we take it off and we say, oh, that feels so much better. Jesus says, come unto me, you weary and heavy laden. You know, I will give you rest. Okay, rest, forgiveness. And after we thank Jesus for it and praise him for it and worship him for it and sing amazing grace, <laughs> we pick up the backpack of sins and go back down the hill. Why do we do that? Rather than leave it with him and leave it with him and be done with it. And I can just say, repeat the verses, repeat the verses over and over again until these verses of grace really burn into our soul and we live. It doesn't mean we now live crazy lives and begin to sin. As someone said, uh, just because you have a, a band-aid doesn't mean to take a knife and cut yourself some more. Ridiculous. But there is a band-aid and there is grace and we're thankful for it. So today I want to affirm those things. Sins are forgiven in one step and not two. And they were forgiven from the beginning of time. God at the very beginning is a forgiver. All sins are instantly forgiven. We don't have to ask or wonder or do any performance in order to get the forgiveness. That's who God is. He sends the sun and rain on the just and the unjust. He forgives all. He's forgiven you. He's forgiven me. Now he asks us <laughs> to become like him and to forgive the people around us and let them off as we can and give them grace and give them kindness. This is God Talk. Go today in the freedom from the past. Go today in the freedom from anything that makes you feel guilty today. Go today freedom from worrying about what might come in the future. You're in Jesus. He has forgiven them once and for all. Go live a righteous life in honor of Jesus. And go find some people to share that good news with. This is God Talk. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.